Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are back again. This today, oh, this is this is something we have hood foot, the foot of the hood, street feet. You know hood foot. He's an independent wrestler, may have known from the death match scene. But we have a good insight talk with him today. Sit back, enjoy this conversation. Go on the IWTV and watch Naptown All Pro. Watch some of the shows on there. Watch his show. This is not a wrestling show. But watch everything. You can see the video version on the YouTube, but let's get right into it with Hood Foot. Louis. You back in hey. the Hey, look, as long as we want to know, as long as we want to know a fucking Gucci or no fucking uh a Webby. Oh, oh had man. To, had to redo this like 12 <laughs> times. <laughs> y'all got some names on y'all. Well, you know, uh, well, let's get started then, you know. You're not here, you missing out. Is this show? What's going on with y'all? This is Hoodfoot, man. I love wrestling. You love wrestling. We love wrestling. Let's go. Welcome to We Love Wrestling, you know, We Love Session, you know, we talk to people on here that we love to talk to and love what they're doing out here. The man we got today, um, I was going to do a whole intro for him, but then I remembered that Nicole had basically already did the intro, Yeah, and we did the BRP uh, 50, and I'm just going to go ahead and play that. All right. There's the two Same that I have. Um, one of them is Hoodfoot. Um, huh. Second time I heard that name. Mm-hmm. So my reasoning right. is for a Hoodfoot because I feel like there has been, obviously, there's so, I always like to say, there's so many black wrestlers who are doing more than just being a black wrestler, if that makes sense. I feel like Hoodfoot is one of them. I feel like he's re- really doing a really great job at revitalizing, especially within like the death match and hardcore genre of wrestling that's showing that we also, I don't like, we're all like, we can also, we're also capable of this. Like we could have like, I don't want to say a black version of NBK, but we can get to that level mm-hmm. if they're getting booked properly. If we're having people show up to these sh- shows buying these um pay-per-views on iwt etc etc and i feel like hoodfoot has such like a great road ahead of him i feel like not enough people talk about him that are not within like my area the midwest area of uh, wrestling let me let me tell you uh i had to take (laughs) points off you want to hear the rest of that story you're gonna have to uh Hey, you're gonna have to go to the podcast, but hey, I'm glad you played that because I was like, I'm not gonna remember what I said word from word. That was you know some what? months ago. Hey, that's, <laughs> hey, that's it's much appreciated. It's it's high praise. It's like I ain't gonna bullshit you. I it's something that I pray I pride myself on uh mm-hmm. just kind of like revitalizing and reshowing motherfuckers that shit niggas got niggas could be out here doing everything we want you. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We could do comedy wrestling. We could do high flying wrestling. We could be techers. You know, shout out to my boy Eel O'Neal. You know what I'm saying? This shit yeah. back on comedy. You know, shout out to like shout out to niggas like Andino who hilarious as fuck, but he can still deliver inside them ropes. You know what I'm saying? We could be powerhouses like my boy O'Shea. You know what I'm saying? Deathmatch wrestlers. We do we do all aspects of this game. You know what I'm saying? And for them to say, oh, ain't nobody to do it. Well, nigga, you ain't looking hard enough. Back. Exactly. What an intro. We got hood foot here today. You know the man from that. Hey, hey he in that town. Hey, look. We was out, look, we was out there heavy. We was out there heavy Sunday, man. Before I even see, we going I got to ask the first question. Yeah, say please. less, say less. We got an order here. Let, let's get into it. Right. We're going to come back to that downtown show. Uh, first question is always, why do you love wrestling or what started your love for wrestling? Uh, man, why I love one, it's it's all about it's all about storytelling. Uh, the aspects of the story is always uh, is always brought me in. You know what I'm saying? The physicality. Um, being able to being able to convey a full story just through physical action is something that always that that brought me that brought me to it. Now I didn't necessarily know like at the time that's the reason why, but as I as I got older, I kind of understood that's why that's why I fucked with wrestling. Uh, and what brought me into it, dog? I'm gonna be real. Godfather D'Lo Brown. I look. I didn't have cable growing up. So I had to I watch I watched Saturday Night Jacked, Sunday Night Heat, and like them them was the cats I saw. You know what I'm saying? Uh Godfather, D'Lo Brown, the Headbangers, early Hardy Boys, you know what I'm saying, Edge and Christian with the brood. Like that's what I that's what I fell into. That early, early, yeah, early Hardy Boys. Don't, don't yeah. Hey, that's back when they had the plaid. That's when they had the plaid tights. You know what I'm saying? Hey, they was different. Oh, right? damn. With the, with the, the whole plaid tights and the headbands. Yeah. Those yeah. big ass headbands. Yeah. The grandma, I wore the that shit pants. for a little bit. I thought that was fly. They had to grab my pants on them. Yeah. So, but we're going to keep it real on this right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just going to go right into it. Hey, shoot. What's up with you in these death matches, man? Like, like, like <laughs> what, what? What's the man. deal? Yes. So I'm, I'm gonna keep it funky with you, man. Like, I, I grew up like, like when I really fell into wrestling, I fell into like ECW, like Mankind, Boiler Room Brawls. Man, I'm gonna be real. I wanted to be a hardcore champion more than I wanted to be a world champion. Okay. You know, uh, I always thought that. I always thought it was dope. It was thought it was cool. You know. Um, and then gradually over time, hardcore wrestling and like extreme wrestling kind of fell out of favor with a lot of people, but I still kept tabs on it. You still, I still watch IWA Mid-South, CZW. And as I got into wrestling, my trainer, they told me, don't do it. It was like, wait, like you don't want to be classified as a deathmatch wrestler off jump. Like wait till you get your like wait till you get your uh, wheels underneath you, your legs underneath you, and then if you something that you want to do still, go do it. And when it was time for it, I, I kind of looked at it. Uh, I kind of looked at my trainers. Uh, it's Randy West and Joseph Schwartz. And I was like, hey, I got the opportunity. Can I do it? And they're like, yeah, go run with that. So I look. I took it. <laughs> like I don't even know if they if they really thought. Like I was gonna run with the way I ran with it. 
but I did it. Boy. Uh, Cause I'd be like, man, I don't know how he's doing it, but he keep doing it. Like, man, it's an adrenaline rush, man. It's look, it, it's not for everybody. Yeah. Like, I, I see that, I see it, but also the ones who are in it and the ones who get it, like they, like it's that adrenaline rush that you feel afterwards, where you are like, yeah, I did that shit. You know, so funny. I, like, if you watch the pie, I was at Mania. You know, yeah. when he hit the light tube, and like the only reason I got up is so some glass came over and hit my leg. I was like, Damn. no, I, I actually just rewatched that clip too. I actually yeah. just rewatched that clip. Funny enough, where I saw where it happened, where I hit Billy. And the glass popped up and it came down. I just saw that little corner over there just go, nope. All right, we out. <laughs> and the reason I was tripping at Mania, I was like, damn, I've been to, I've seen Hoodfoot all in Indiana and shit. And I've seen death matches, but I ain't never, well, it was one situation, but I don't, I don't even bring that up. But, you know, it, when it comes like that, it's like, mm, I can't do it. I can't do it at all. But with you in death matches, I'll follow you on Twitter and everything for a while. Yeah. You got into some tournaments that you've been hoping to get into and some deathmatch legends yeah. to fight. Yeah, man, I'm not even gonna keep it. I'm uh, like, it's crazy. Look, I try to keep it under wraps as best I can where I'm like, you know, all right, we doing this being professional, but inside, man, I'm like, yo, man, I was in, I've been in the ring with, with Alex Cologne, fucking Matt Tremont, you know what I'm saying? I've been in I've been in tournament of survival. Uh, I won Battle of the Tough Guys. I was like, dog, this is this is a dream come true. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, this is the best. If this is the end, like, if this is the if this is the last year, if this is the end of the road, I'll be real with you. This is the best. This is the best I could ever have. How long have you been out here wrestling? Six years. Like six years so far. Nicole. Oh man, again, so happy to have you on the podcast. And this is just, I usually, I don't like to say I fan out, um, but it's just like you're one of the wrestlers that I've been following for a minute. So excited that you finally able to link up with Trey and come up here. So, yeah, and just coming for someone because obviously, um, I feel like death matches is one, and I you touched upon it a little bit, it's like a little bit part it's like part of the industry that's quote unquote looked down on looked down upon which one thing I can't stand because people think like oh it's just like you know it's just like violence like it's just like this and that when I kind of link it akin to horror movies when people are like oh that's just like trauma porn and like all sorts of like labels they kind they kind of want to throw on it but in my opinion Deathmatch, how I link it to horror movies, it's you are going down to the base human emotions, which is anger, which is fear, which is something that obviously once a death, once a wrestler, especially ones who are in that avenue are able to project that, I feel like they are on a different level than more so like someone who's doing a whole bunch of, no offense to them, like doing a whole bunch of flips or kicks or any other stuff. Like you are really connecting to base human emotions with your audience. So I didn't know that's something like, obviously that you were able to like see within like while you're doing it. Yeah. Um, so deathmatch wrestling is this weird. It's just like this weird, um, 
mesh like mesh of everything, right? You could you could tech when you're wrestling, when you're doing death matches. You know what I'm saying? You could do you could do comedy while you're doing death matches. You know what I'm saying? You just ain't gotta be some big badass motherfucker all the time. You could do anything you want to inside the avenue of deathmatch wrestling, as long as you still bring as long as you still bring um, the weapons, the blood, the adrenaline, uh, and also, like you said, bring in some of that fear from from the fans who are like, "Oh God, I ain't never seen nothing like this before. This shit's crazy," you know. Um, but it deathmatch wrestling is wide open for the taking. And people who are people who are understanding that people who are getting it, and like and like, I'm not saying that I'm out here doing te- technical wrestling and death matches. I ain't never been no technical wrestler, right? <laughs> but, like, but if you out there, you're in your technical wrestling, you want to do some death matches, and get out there and do that shit. I love it. So, if I asked you who Hoodfoot is at your core base, what would you say? Or express to the audience of who Hoodfoot is. I'm, there are people who are coming across you for the first time. Real, real talk is just me turned up to eleven. Like more, more times than not, it's, I'm not really out here trying to do funny voices, uh, big talks. Most of the times, it's just me. If you see me at a show, you pretty, you pretty much gonna get what you're gonna get, right? Now, as far as myself inside the ring, it's aggression. It's uh it's a dry to be the only one out here standing. You know what I'm saying? I gotta try to win, gotta try to gotta try to complete. Uh I I gotta try to get over obstacles that are in my way. Simple as that. You know what I'm saying? But outside the ring at shows, I am who I am. Just a chill motherfucker. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> don't look. Don't look. Don't get on my bad side. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a pretty chill. I'm a pretty chill motherfucker unless you piss me off. That's it. I feel that. Feel that. So, out of anyone that you've had matches with, who is someone that you want to go go have a go around again, or someone that you feel like, and eh, it wasn't like my necessarily my favorite match with them that you want to like have another go around. Uh, two that come to mind, and um, these are these are deeply personal. One is Tankman. Uh, me and Tank, um, we've known each other since I started wrestling. We came in, we came in about the same time. Uh, he was finishing up training while I was starting it, and we've had a couple of practice matches with each other. We had one match uh, last year, which it really wasn't as big of a deal. It was like maybe like a six, seven minute match. I want another. I want another go because, man, bro, like that's a little big, bro. That he keep getting better, and I keep getting better. But man, I just like I gotta try. I gotta beat him once. And then the other one is Cole Radrick. Me and me and Cole, we oh, wrestled man. some time ago, and we was two totally different cats back then. Like we we different boys. And if I can't get Cole, I want Cole in a death match. Oh man. Cold crazy too. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> that boy, hey. Hands down, hands down, crazy. <laughs> so, just one more question. That I'm gonna kick it back over to Trey. No. I know he has some. So he wants good. to talk about this past weekend, but yeah. who is someone that you feel like isn't necessarily getting the shine that you want to go in the ring with, or someone that you really want to showcase that you feel like? is on par with what you're doing right now. 
Uh, you got K-Rob from out east, Christian Robinson. If y'all ain't seen him, uh, he's a psychic. He's a psychedelic psychonaut. That boy, that boy, a different. He, he a different breed. He's he, he crazy. You don't even. As far as deathmatch wrestling, I ran into him twice so far in the, in the last like two months. But uh, Christian Ross, uh, Christian Ross, he has uh, trained under Matt Tremont. Truth, that's all I'm gonna say. Bro, <laughs> the truth. Like, get out there and see him. Uh, another another person. I she say I'm running from her, but I'm not. I swear to God, he just ain't been lined up perfectly. Uh, but my trainer Randy, like. We ain't had a proper death match, and it's, it's about time it happens. Love it, love it. All right, but again, thank you so much yeah. for taking the time to speak with us. And I know Terry is itching to talk about this yeah. weekend, so I'm going to throw it over to him while he's out here geeking. Yeah, <laughs> Before we even talk about this weekend, he just named some names and. I mean, this some this some real. I mean, this some real stuff. I need to know. Yeah. Um, Booker of the year. So I saw a match at Paradigm. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. Paradigm, as I call it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I call it Paradigm sometimes. I don't know why. I can't. <laughs> they be like it's Paradigm. Be like Paradigm. Leave me alone. Um, I saw a match. You know, you and somebody. Yeah. Um. I wasn't expecting to happen. Then, so we we bring it back to the Naptown All Pro. Um, you couldn't make the first show, and no. you picked the opponent for this guy. And um, yeah. what's going on with you and Browner, man? Let me let me quit playing. What's going on with you and Browner, man? Because this match has been brewing. If nobody else know in my head, because I I know the story and everything. This is uh, so. What's going on? All right, so simple as this. Me and Broner, we've been butting heads. I don't know if y'all seen it all the way back. I want to say maybe 20, late 2020. It was uh, uh, our first encounter was uh, at the uh, Blue Paradigm Blue Brand show. Uh, yes, the Contenders. The contenders. Yeah. 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 No, I wasn't at that. Uh, and then we had a rematch. I think you was at this one uh, yeah. at the, uh, in Ohio, and he beat me. Yeah, I remember watching from, that. From that point on, it, look, it, it's been something in my soul, man. I, I can't let it go. Can't look, let that L sit. I, 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 it's, been sitting, <laughs> it's, been sitting, it's been sitting heavy on my soul. But, like, it's something I address Sunday, something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep addressing. At first, I thought it was just me. Like, I thought it was I thought it was me and Broner. The fact I couldn't beat Broner, I was having a bad year. But then, like, after this injury, my year turned around. Fate, look, the tables turned. Fate changed over. I'm having a hell of a year. Look, this back end of this year, I'm I'm going crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But I look at Broner. L after L after L. Maybe, hey, all I'm saying is maybe you look, God was shining on him for a few. <laughs> Maybe he ain't favored no more. Oh shit! Oh man! Up. But that's what it really is. At the end of the day, it's just two cats who want to be the one. 
Can't, can't deny that right there. Uh, look, and I don't know if y'all remember, but I said, hey, it's got to be me. Can't be nobody else. It's got to be me. Facts. I better look out for that. Uh, we at Naptown Out Pro. I, I got something else, but I'm just, let's go on to Naptown Out. Yeah. I don't know when the show going to air, guys. Uh, we're going to try to get it out as soon as possible. It's okay. like uh, right now, we got it in the we got it in the editing room right now. Is it going to be on Title Network or IWTV? IWTV. I think it's going to be on IWTV, more than likely. Okay. IWTV. That's what's up. If you didn't watch the first show, uh, The Blackout and The Wake Up, it is on IWTV. Get caught up. Yes, yes. Uh, if we're talking about it. I don't even watch wrestling's on there as well. There it is. That was Hood for show. Yeah. In all fairness, it was a <laughs> it was a whole <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Bro, on a scale of uh one to ten, what do you rate Popeye's biscuits? Honestly, I'm real with you. Like if it weren't for the match, the motherfuckers was dry as hell. The motherfuckers was dry <laughs> as hell. But oh I, my was, God. I was wrestling, shit was dry. But low key, afterwards, he still had a few after he still had a few left over after the match. You know what I'm saying? Look, I went and grabbed some of them after the show. I was like, man, these ain't too bad. You know what I'm saying? They was good too. Like they had like it one they didn't skimp on the butter and nothing on top. You know how you used to go to some Popeyes, they 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 kind of skip out on that butter, but the biscuit be real dry. This one, they was they was moist, it was good. But they oh, no. weren't too bad. But yeah. now Middle of the match. Popeye's biscuits are only yeah. I saw that clip and I said I would have threw up everywhere. There's ain't no way, ain't hey, no look. fucking way, ain't no way. Look, the motherfuckers was dry as hell during mid match. Yeah, my mouth was dry. Look, I had cotton mouth. I'm like, nah, this ain't it. But but afterwards, I had two of them. It was like, not too bad. Popeye's biscuits are elite. Obviously, when they're warm and they have the butter on them. But you also have to eat them with honey. See, I'm real with you. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm, I'm a grimy motherfucker because I didn't woke up many a nights. I didn't woke up many a mornings, <laughs> many a late nights hungover <laughs> and smashed a cold Popeye's biscuit. I oh, no. Oh, you different. Oh, oh yeah. Different. You built, you built yeah. way different. Y'all ain't, never, y'all ain't never had a Popeye's biscuit hungover? This shit's amazing. I have, right but I've heated it up. Look, no, right I gotta heat that Look. shit up. Look right out the fridge. Go oh, ahead, and grab one of them. Oh, good. Different people. Crack that. Yeah. Look, crack it. Boom. Get you a little. Get you a little glass of like Pepsi, little, little Coca Cola, something. It's easy. No. Hey, light man. work. Look. Bang. If easy y'all, work. Y'all probably don't. Y'all watching this? Y'all probably are listening. Y'all don't know what we're talking about. Uh. Go to go if you're on the podcast, go to the video version. I'll put a little clip in of what I'm talking about, but also go watch the show. What's the name of your show again? Uh, not I, don't, I don't even watch wrestling. I don't even watch wrestling. And it's a match in there where you can see the preview to like somebody using the biscuit and then watch it on the next show that comes out. Yeah, it might be. yeah but, it's, uh, a little, it's a little story, but actually I'm, I'm real proud of that show because that, was, that show is one of the first deathmatch shows. Uh, ran in Indianapolis proper, um, and it's and if it's to my knowledge, just the first no ring show in Indianapolis that was ran proper. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It, it's like for a long time, Indianapolis, 
was kind of like it, like averse to deathmatch wrestling and like when nobody really fucking with it out here. And but I see the money, I see I see people out here clamoring for it and they want it. And I'd be damned if somebody gonna tell me that the area is dead, that the scene is dead. This scene, this scene can draw money and it can draw it can draw fucking fans in this motherfucker. You just gotta get together and get it gun get it done. I was just getting ready to go on to that, ask you about the scene because I'd be telling everybody. that no ring match. Ooh we yeah. During the pandemic, they used Indianapolis. Came here yeah. got paid. Yeah. Okay, look, came through. Hey, look, they ran their shows. Hey, that's cool. But where the love at? But where the love at on the other side? Right. Yeah. Like that's because what it is. that was such. It was such a weird time because it was like, obviously the Midwest is weird. So there's certain parts of the Midwest that was that you were still able to have show. Like people were still be able to get away with shows. Um, Indy was one of them. Uh, my state, unfortunately, was not one of them, but. Uh, Michigan was one, so I'm not that far from Michigan, which was nice to see. But it was just it was so it was such a weird time. But also, I thought it was a great time for obviously to see a lot of wrestlers' creativities and especially for different types of shit that we weren't seeing. Yeah, yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of places kind of just started figuring out. Man, maybe I could just run with no people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Flophouse Wrestling who did private stashes pretty much and had like pretty much all pandemic and everybody was eating. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Shout out to shout out to Paradigm J Rose for No Hook. You know what I'm saying? Um, who else? Down down in Alabama, you had New South who was running their own shows with with minimum with no fans and minimum fans there. You know, it was it was ways to do it. And people figured it out, you know. Um, he was on the uh, GCW for the culture 1.5. Yes, yep, the 1.5 show that led into that led into the Fight Forever show uh, out in Philly. Which, goddamn, it was so goddamn cold. It's <laughs> 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 cold in that building, man. Wait, hey, look, I, I look, you motherfuckers don't even know that shit. I'm, I'm in there. Look, I'm in there. Look. Triple jacket up. I got a put. I got a puffer vest on, boy. I'm like, come on. But, but, uh, but as a lot of a lot of a lot of the groundwork that was put in for 2020 led directly led into what you're seeing out here in 2022. You know what I'm saying? And uh, shout out. I I got a little addendum here. Um, the no ring is for sure the first one in Indianapolis, but the death match was not. Because we got AWI that runs in Indianapolis as well. Oh. Uh, shout out to yeah. my man Gary and them. They hold it down. You talk about somebody who actually who from the city who about the shit. My boy Gary, he he about the city. He about the scene. Um, so AWJ. Uh, no, no. Uh, you know, um, is a uh, goddamn what's Gary Emmett? Gary. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you got Gary who run AWR. You got Flophouse. Uh, and then you got Nap. Those three, watch out for watch out for those three out here in Indianapolis. We trying to fix the scene, uh, not even fix the scene, but make it more prominent. Uh, since so talking about making the scene prominent, <clears throat> a little preview of Nap Town show. How you feel about them Nap Town boys losing to them North Carolina boys? 
Look, man, I, nothing I'm going to say is going to be impartial. I'm, a, I'm as, as part founder and owner of the company and as a as an adopted Indianapolis and look, Indianapolis cat. I, I ain't going to say nothing too. I ain't going to say nothing too inflammatory. I'm just a little, I, look, I ain't mad. I'm disappointed, man. That's all. Yeah. Look, I'm, look I ain't mad. I'm disappointed. We're going to have to run that back. Mm-hmm. Everybody gonna have to. We gonna have to uh, have a, like a little series going. We got to have a best of three or something. Hmm, I feel that. Yeah, something got to happen with that. You know Damn, what I'm saying, that was the best of three falls. The care, the Carolina boys. They, they them boys coming here heavy. They trying to act like they trying to act like they shit don't stink. But hey, we will figure it out. Figure that out. Same yeah. thing. Same thing with Nova. Man, look, I don't look. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm and like a lot of these people don't like they don't know yet it's gonna be up but y'all gonna see there's, there's some there's some problems out here we just gotta get rectified hey for real i'm uh, gonna have to show up like arn anderson with a <laughs> uh, <laughs> put, oh man pulling the glock out on people put a glock out in the back like yo got the blicky calm this shit down hey. <laughs> That shit it. was so still so out of pocket to me. That's look, have you heard that man's have you heard that man's promos back in when he was young? That man, that man be on demon time for real. Hey, he, oh, he be on dark demon mode. time all the time. He's like, look, I'm gonna pull a Glock out. That's like <laughs> you know what? I believe it. I believe it. it Could happen. Hey, he likes. He looked like somebody grandpa that got the that still got the piece on him, just in case. Got the sh- got, got the, the old revolver. Got the old revolver on the hip in the glove box, <laughs> ready to go. Um, I I need to revert back to some because you said something earlier, not, and I'll be remiss yeah. if we don't talk about it. Um, because we always talk about it here on our spotlights. You you said the storytelling got you into wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah. How important do you think the stories are? Because a lot of independencies, they just throw matches together and there's no story behind them. Yeah. But even in your match you had on Sunday in the four-way, y- y'all told a story with it at the end to have a continuation. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that's a lost art in some of these places? Out here? Ooh, don't get me started on that. So, one, first, first and foremost, storytelling is going to be it is it is literally, it's not even bread and butter. It's not probably, it's, it's the base what you build your house on in wrestling, right? Like, if if you forget about that, your house is going to fall. You know what I'm saying? It's going to falter. Um, do I believe that some people forget it? Some I feel like some people uh, some people put the put the cart before the horse mm. when it comes to it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes like you get a little over ambunctious and want to put in too much and not focus on the story, right? But at the end of the day, that story still has to be there. You still have to have something to to pull people in, right? Because if they don't, all you got is flips. All you got is kicks, punches. Nigga, I could go outside and go find a fight, right? right. It's the reason why it's the reason why everybody grandma was watching fucking. Uh, all my children for 70 straight years. Back. Look, it's still. That's the, that's the way I see it. 
All my children still come on. I think so. I think so. I yeah. think uh, General Hospital still rocking too. Ooh, shit. <laughs> one, no, actually, one of them is one of them is canceled. Oh, word! Damn. I feel Look. like one of them is canceled, Ooh, or I recipes. think like General Hospital. One of them is on Peacock, and again, I was high, um, and I got bored watching whatever. I I think I was catching up on NXT UK, and I was like, I think it was like all my children. And I was like, damn, this is on there. Let me start watching so Hold on, again. Walls, bring that back. Bring that back. NXT UK, you was watching that? I'm more I watch NXT UK also. Hey, I'll be real yeah. with you. I, uh, you could tell, you could tell me, you could tell me fucking Cole Radrick got signed to NXT UK and I believe it. Because uh, I, <laughs> I, I seen it. But, like, I like, you know, I know, like, I like, well, again, it's like I'll watch anything because obviously we love wrestling. So yeah. um I was one of those people who was, especially during a pandemic when nobody was doing shit, I said, watch NXT UK, keep on that shit. So sure. I had like a list of that, a list of IWTV shit that I was having people watch. And I was like, I was like, watch Defy Wrestling. They said, what the fuck is Defy? I was that's, like, that's you got shit. the time. I said, you sure. got the time. I don't want to hear it. When the, when, uh, when, when NXT UK was on the, was on the network, I fucked with it heavy. Once this yeah. shit moved to Peacock, I was like, I couldn't find it all the time. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. But back, like, we're going to back this up a little bit more. General Hospital on that. Hey, we need to bring back the recipes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't think, like, we need to bring back the stories out here. You know, everybody needs to take, like, a good from 10 a.m. to, like, 12 p.m. break. Everybody need to bring back the stories. Put the look, put the plastic on the sofa for like a good hour and a half. Oh man. Hey. My grandma's white, my grandma's white furniture. <laughs> hey, look, put the plastic. You can't go until you walk into a house that got the plastic on the plastic furniture, the the elephant, the elephant or the panther statue the, look, on the, the side. In the, cor- the plants in the corner. The hey, Martin look, Luther King. Picture with the quote. Hey, yes, yes. Hey, black Jesus, black Jesus over the black TV, the, looking the, up like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with the look, with the little sunbeam coming down on his face. Come on, that. <laughs> look, you ever fell? Look, you ever fell asleep on that plastic furniture? Like ninety-seven degree heat. Look, face peel off. Mm, good times right there. Whoa. Look, let me get that back. See, this just gave me a random question. Uh, off limit when it got plastic on it. What in wrestling for you is off limit? You know, you do death matches and everything. So, so what's uh, off limit? Off. So I don't do no barefoot death matches. I don't do cactuses. Uh, like that shit. I don't fuck with that. Cactus? Uh, yeah, cactus. The plant. Yeah. People, whoa, wait a minute. That's right. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Yeah, people use cactus. Cactus? Yeah, people use cactus. Are you, is it because it's a plant or is it because like the, the prickly's in it? So it's it's because the it's because it's a plant, the organic stuff, like the pricklies, they get in there and it, it, you get a quicker infection from it than say like oh, glass. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't, I don't fuck that. Also, they just hurt worse. That's <laughs> it. Uh, and carpet strips. I hate carpet strips. Like them, them. They annoy the shit out of me. Carpet strips. Yeah. 
Because what they is, they just a strip with like thin little thin needles. Ooh. They hurt like a motherfucker. But other than that, I'm pretty good on pretty much most shit. Hey, like I just can't do bad. I can't do no bad feet shit either. But I would hope not. But that's a whole nother level wrestling. I wrestle. I wrestle Necro, man. I saw that man. I saw that man feet halfway through the match. I said, Oof. "Better you than me." I've seen some people <laughs> wear will wrestle barefoot. I, all I wanted to say was, "Yo, put on some shoes." I mean, I told hey. one person, but you know. Hey, look! I look. I I don't know. I don't know how they do it. You got it the same way with like wrestlers with like no knee pads. Hey, you hey, congratulations! You better than me. <laughs> not even like not even death matches, just regular matches, no knee pads. I'm like, I don't know how you do it, man. I I don't know how you do it, brother. So let's talk about <laughs> it, okay? For you, just everything. Look. If y'all don't know, okay, I've, I've been following Hood for, for a while, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I've heard he lives in Indianapolis. Then somebody confirmed that he lived here. Yeah, and I was like, I have to come across him before I reach out to talk to him just so I can, you know, see him face to face. Yo, what's up? So yeah. we saw each other on Sunday. Y'all seeing this, you know, this might be a part one and two. We about to go into it now. <laughs> All right. But, uh, <clears throat> A man said the first half of the year he was losing, but the second half of the year he coming up. So I got to ask because it blew up during the during the summer, maybe what July, August. You win yeah. death match. Yeah. The the arm, the 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 meat, like the white meat was hanging. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, Remind me. Let me see if I can pull it off for y'all. Yeah, hold on. You had to go see it. Can y'all see it? Yeah. Yeah. We see it. But yeah. So let me tell you about it. He got, you know, stomach ain't as strong as it used to be. Let me tell you. So I'll be real with you. It's uh, when it happened, I was I thought I was good. I thought like, I thought like, yo, take me up after the match. I'll be fine. Right, I I even told the ref, I was like, "Don't stop this fucking match, man! Like, keep it going." And uh, slowly, surely, like, thing like it kind of started slowing down. The ref was like, "Yo, you just need to look at your arm." And when I looked at it, it was everywhere. And uh, I got to the hospital um, after the surgery. Doctor said I got to the hospital with like maybe four pints, uh, and then they put 44, 44 staples in me, twenty two stitches. Um, and that's all exterior, interior, exterior. Uh, and then, um, after the surgery, I had like three pints of blood. They said, basically, if you would have waited any longer, you'd have been dead. So, and I like, I'll be real with you sitting there and like having, like having a come to Jesus moment, man. Like, uh, if if people don't know, like, and I I lived through like maybe four, four major traumatic events. You know what I'm saying? And uh this is the fourth one. And real talk, this is the this is the one where I, I really went like I don't know if it's the old age or if it's the fact that like I got I got close close, but I I had to had to sit down in that bed and have a come to Jesus moment with myself and realize like man shit's real out here. You know what I'm saying? When you look when you like 21, 22, 
It don't seem that real. Good. 33. I was like, shit. Hold on now. Oh. But hey, that ain't stopping shit. Look, it definitely ain't stop you because was it the next night or the, the <laughs> next day you showed up at the event? Uh, yeah, so next so that <laughs> next night I showed up at Deathmatch Circus. You know, one one my ride, my ride, my ride was up there. Two, I got tired of sitting in the hospital, man. Okay. I, look, <laughs> I don't look. You look, you know, you know how we get. Man, we, don't, we don't like sitting in that motherfucker. I was like, I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of this hospital, dog. Yeah. I don't like this shit. But as I was sitting there, man, I was like, you know what? I'ma still show up. I'ma still I'm still show face. Um I don't like sitting at home a lot, not being busy. So I got out, hung out, still show face, like still show people love. And then uh man just went on just went on for a good month to heal up and relax and kind of get myself back in water, you know. Um, and I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm maybe my first my first like five matches back. I definitely felt that rust. I definitely felt I won at a hundred percent. But uh by the time I got to the the battle of the tough guys, I was like, Yeah, I'm good. I'm good to go. The man went from not being able. All right. So don't take this the wrong way. But I we was at Mania. I saw the death match. And I'm like, yo, this is how I'm feeling because I'm watching the movie and I'm I'm like, damn, I'm seeing Hoodfoot get all these death matches, but it don't seem like my nigga out here getting a win. Then I saw you get the win at at Mania against Billy. And I'm like, okay. That's his first win that I can like recollect with him being in a death match and everything. So we get past Mania. I'm seeing, I'm seeing some changes. I'm seeing some wins happen. I'm like, okay, we got something going here. The injury happened. Yeah. You come back. And like you said, so far this second half of your year, I mean, on our own. about trying to get booked in Chicago maybe last year. Mm-hmm. He just won a whole death match tournament in Chicago this year. Yeah. Now, so I won the Battle of Tough Guys in Boston, but I won my back-to-backs uh, against uh, the reigning king of the death match, Eric Ryan, and then also uh, Sadiqa, which is like, yo, one of the baddest, one of the baddest death match wrestlers on the planet. I'll be For both sure. of them in Chicago. Yo, uh, crazy as hell. Yeah. He's and, crazy. And then that following week, I won Battle of the Tough Guys. Uh, and I also still, I end up getting my arm cut in that match with Sadiqa on a freak accident. Um, I, I end up hitting a piece of glass on that was on the ground, slid my arm back open. But then I let it heal, got back a week later, wrestled in a wrestle that. Uh, in Boston for the Battle of the Tough Guys, and then took a week off, and then next week I wrestled in Jersey. Like I said, man, like I ain't gonna sit here because everybody got everybody got schedule, everybody everybody hustle, everybody grind. But real talk, before my injury, it was I was I was grinding my ass off. WrestleMania weekend, I did what five death matches in three days. Yeah, you was working. 
I, I bust my ass. I take Overtime. this shit very seriously. Overtime. I take this shit very seriously. You know, if you want to be good, you got to be good. The next, the next motherfucker want to be good too. That's how I see it. The, the, the second half of this year, I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm glad I'm coming. On a I'm roll. coming for everything. Like real talk. Like I like, I'll be real with you. Like real like yesterday, I got I got a little bit of my feelings because I slipped a little bit in the rankings on on a PWI. I was like, damn, oh, I slipped a little man. bit. But I was like, you know what? Like I guarantee by this, I guarantee by this time next year, I'm gonna be back up. Hey, look, I'm look. That's how I feel. I feel like I gotta put. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody else fault but my own. Also, let's be real. It's hella competition out there. Crazy motherfuckers going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you got fucking, you got Tankman out there going wild. You got fucking, you got goddamn O'Shea. You got O'Shea going wild. Suge been, Suge been putting together a hell of a year. Right? You see Suge out here? Yeah, Suge out here Working. putting together a hell of a year. I don't, Suge is coming to the podcast very soon, but I don't yes. feel enough people talked about what he just put together down there at Uncharted Territory. Yes. Yo, he, he put the, you talk about stories, you know what I'm saying? Talk about storytelling. Like, that that motherfucker is probably one of the best storytellers and like, we don't give enough credit to, right? Not only that, it's like he's really doing like, I want to say like very advanced storytelling, specifically like on, like in the indie scene. Like he's doing shit that people like the quality that you would expect getting on like TV. And yeah. I feel like it's very slept on. And I feel like he does not get applauded for yeah. really caring about the essence because I don't care what mother, any motherfucker says first and foremost, the core, especially once people like talk about like, Oh, I got into wrestling because like Steve Austin and stuff stuff and like when they start getting into that elitist bullshit part of it you fell in love with wrestling because of the storytelling yeah that is always first and foremost to me I don't care what no nobody says so that's why I take a lot of emphasis on it and I think he's really doing a great job of bringing circling people back to it like yeah. this is what you start watching in the first place motherfucker like wake up like remember and, this. And if we being real, like um Suge is also like one of one of my one of my biggest mentors, like behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Like I kid you not. I take so much from I take so much from Suge, like just through just through osmosis, as well as like him hitting me up and going like, Hey, what's up? You good? I go, Yeah. But yeah. right, and we talk and like as, as we're talking, you know what I'm saying? He he drops knowledge. And like you just a wealth of knowledge that like if if you got somebody like Suge, go and talk to him, have conversations with them, you know, bend their ear. You know what I'm saying? Like I try not to blow his I try not to blow his phone up as much as possible, but when I see him, I have questions. You know, I want to talk to him about it, you know what I'm saying, and just get his perspective on it. Because like the way his mind works and the way he sees wrestling as a storytelling, as a storytelling vehicle. It it blows you away. And he 
I can say I see him at the shows and we talk and all the wrestlers coming up like, yo, can we go over the match? Can we do this and that? And Shiv with his storytelling, like I tell him, it's on the indie scene, my only issue with a lot of places is people don't like to let the story like flow through. Like if y'all battling here. Or let it marinate. I don't want to see y'all two days later as a tag team on another company. Mm -hmm. It's messing with me like, okay, I can't pay attention to that because I'm investing yeah. in that right here. Like people throw yeah. that all out the window, like, but some people, you yourself included, y'all let that shit flow through all the companies and it's beef everywhere. It's like exactly, nah, you know? exactly. Like uh like something something that I pride that that I pride myself on is myself and Billy. We were able to construct we was able to construct something for like maybe what one and a half years. Year and a half, yeah. But and it's like we had a we we could have just forgot about it. We could have dropped it and let it go, right? Um, but in and honestly, the build up to it, I felt was was earned, and everybody it was a good cathartic fucking blow off, and in Dallas that everybody was like, yeah, okay. We like you're with it. You could feel it. I wish people. I wish more people like oh, Darius Carter. Yeah. Darius Carter is another cat that's like that. Like him and Billy's feud. It was like multiple years. You talking about multiple years story where him and Billy are just telling, just telling the story and getting to this blow off. Right? It's well respected. At the end of the day, when you when you're able to craft a story, and fans can follow that story throughout. And you don't insult the intelligence. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you drop you drop the story for a little bit, oh, we just popped back and seen each other mm-hmm. right back mm-hmm. up. And that's what I love about it. All this, oh man, I love that right there. Yeah. <clears throat> uh oh, I mean, Nicole in here, so I'm gonna go ahead and do this right now. I'm gonna lean in a little bit. You don't break it for a bit. Uh, the Rocker Stone Code. The Rock. Come on, man. Come on. Hey, look. Stone Cold dope. Cool, right? But let's be real. The Rock came out there talking about the millions and millions. You look. You like, well, who is you who is you impersonating more? Like, we, we impersonate Stone Cold now because it's funny. But when we were shorties, we impersonated The Rock because it was cool. All day, like you out here, you out here, you out here doing the people's elbow in the like schoolyard <laughs> on the grass. Look, I had to look, I had dropped people's elbow a million times. Did y'all watch wrestling last night? It doesn't matter if you watch wrestling exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, like I love, like I, I do love Stone Cold, but he 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 went hot on the playground. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't you couldn't bust out a, you couldn't bust out a Stone Cold Stunner, yeah. right? Look, Shit, the, I just stunned a whole I still stunned niggas in the pool a couple weeks ago. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> nah, that rock bottom though. That rock bottom though. I'll stun. I would stun t- to this day. Look, look, didn't nobody want to wear no shiny? Look, nobody wanted to wear a leather vest. Everybody wanted to have a shiny shirt. Look, a shiny well, them shirt. Shiny, them discount look, Versace. Knock and off, some buff, shiny and shirts. Some buff loafers. 
Hey, look, get some shiny loafers. $500 shoes. Hell, Ricky. Stick it up your candy ass. Come on now. We see you, Ricky Stark. Um, yeah, that's what I was about yeah, to say. Ricky exactly. Starks. Shout out to him. Hey, look. In, the, in, his Gucci, in his Gucci loafers. Hey, be out there styling. You talk, you, you talk about you talk about you talk about next era shit. That that's big. That's big next era shit right there. Like if if I had if I had a, if I had five million dollars, that's who's my that's who my ace player is right there, all day long. Yeah. This question usually gets me uh gets me in a little trouble. We gonna ask it anyway, hood foot. Regular matches and death matches. <laughs> Who's the first person to bust your ass in the ring? Damn, let me see here. I think I got to go O'Shea. I think O'Shea was the first person. Because, like, yo, I don't get thrown around in the ring a lot. O'Shea was the first person to throw me around the ring, and I went, God, like I took that German suplex. I went, damn. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I gotta get back up. If, look, understand, I I've been in many fights. I look many matches. Uh, I've only been knocked out maybe like two or three times in my life. Like O'Shea was one of the times where I got thrown. I went, man, look, bro. You can have this match, dog. <laughs> bro, 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 man, my man threw me. I got up. I said, "Fuck, all right." Yes, yes, we doing this. Guess we go keep wrestling. I look, go oh, look. I was about to go, go get my bag. <laughs> go run in the car, get my bag. So we done. <laughs> we done. Go ahead, shoot this big motherfucker. <laughs> hey, so real life, I'll be at shows and it'd be certain moments where a motherfucker get hit or thrown or something. Yeah. I'll be looking at faces and every time it goes through my head, I'll be like, yo, ain't no fucking way. Because we would have had to talk about this in the back. <laughs> like, like it's it, it been, it been some moments where it's like... Fighting. We see this. I think about that too and I was like, ooh, so I might have smacked somebody real quick. Just like a... Like a little pop, like you know, nothing hey, too big, it, but hey, it's like boxing, way like we agree, like you in that ring, you know you're about to get hit. So hey, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's the agreement. It's like it's the agreement between two fucking grown adults. It's like, yo, you're gonna get hit. This ain't no dance. Like, but then there's some people who are like, yo, you too strong for your own good, homie. You <laughs> you too damn strong. <laughs> like Brona another Brona another motherfucker who Brona, Brona hit me once. I went, bro, I, I will shoot you. We was at Black Label Pro, and I swear, I'm sitting in my seat, and I didn't see him come in the building, and he came up behind me and just hit my shoulder and was like, what's up, man? I was like, hey, bro. Look, bro, like, nah. hey, let me go get my bag. Hold on, let me go get my bag real quick. I was like, bro, you can't be coming up on people like that. You way too big, and you don't know your own strength. Like, it's ridiculous. But no, nah, man, it's 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 just a gentleman's agreement. Of like, yo, we in here, we in this ring. Like, work got to get done. So, like, it is what it is at the end of the day, right? But like, 
like I said, like motherfuckers like Brona, Brona hit me. I'm like, I'm like, bro, I bet I'm going to the back. I come back. I'm going to, I'm going to my come cop. back with that R. Anderson Look. special. <laughs> come back with that look. I'm about to go to my car, get my gun. Bang to everybody ass. Don't play. <laughs> hey. I that on me. You don't play with don't, me like don't that. Like, look, look, I'm out here. <laughs> look, don't don't play with me like that. But shit. All right, all right, Nicole. I mean, I'm I'm gonna go into these last questions. You you got you got anything for her? But this was an enjoyable conversation. No, nothing, nothing right it. now. Again, appreciate the time. I know it's a little late. Same. Um, but no, I do appreciate the time. Excited for it. I didn't get to obviously. I didn't get to go to. On the scene, but you know, next time you come in Ohio, I'll definitely try to be yep. there. Yeah, I look. If I if if I had the schedule conflicted, I would have been at uh, Circle Six for Cleveland. Uh, but I just already booked it. I had already booked the show for uh, the ICW show. So next time, next time they out this way, um, I definitely want to be out there and work with them. I enjoy working with this show. It was it was good. It was refreshing. You know, the scene needs more top level independence, right? Yeah. And on top of that, I'm gonna sit here and say this. Um my like the scene also needs places like Nap. It needs uh places like AWR. It needs places like Flop House. You know what I'm saying? It's great to have a company travel to work, travel to the country, but you need places that solidify that hometown and solidify that city. You know what I'm saying? Because if you ain't got that, you know what I'm saying? You really ain't got you ain't got no backing. Good facts. Big big facts. If you ain't got your city, you ain't got shit. Mm-hmm. And look, maybe that's just that's just that's because I was raised different. You know what I'm saying? Like where you put your city on first and then anything else follow. Yeah. But that's just how it is. That's how I, I see mean, it. that's hundred percent. And that's just someone who's from Cleveland or Clevelandish area. Um I feel like we take a lot of pride from our wrestlers or our people that come from that city. Yeah. So I feel like, again, and it's like great to see, obviously, with Naptown, like how that's coming to structure and that's really becoming a funnel. I'm just happy that that's happening everywhere. Yeah. I'm always, always going to put on for my Cleveland wrestlers. Chill out, Nicole. We ain't going to do this Ohio stuff. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> Ohio, Ohio versus everyone. All day, uh, every day. Okay, okay. All right. Oh man, don't okay. don't you start, uh, Trey? You <laughs> started with me. You know I represent. No, you started the Indiana scene. You know all my people out here in Indy. Uh, the only person who gives me like more than any other Indiana person, only because she she like she maybe ten minutes from the house. You know what I'm saying? She went to the school right down the street, Big Al. You know. But everybody else, you know, Tankman, Hoodfoot, uh, Cole Radrick, when I see him out here, uh, Faze Phillips is down there. Mm-hmm. Um, who else we got in this area that I mess with? Kemp, mm-hmm. uh, Brett. <clears throat> now, funny story. I'm at work one day and I got my hat on. I can't, I won't say where I work at, but Hoodfoot may put two and two together. But I go to get a new ID or or something out the ID office, and the guy sees the hat, 
and it's Bradley Prescott the <laughs> third. <laughs> so I'm like, man, Bradley Prescott the third. I'm like, you wouldn't. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, the Lost Boys. I'm like, yeah, I know the Lost Boys. He's bigging everybody up. And then he just stops while he's typing and he says, you know, the Hoodfoot? I, like, I said, I know Hoodfoot. He's like, so you know Hoodfoot? I was like, yeah, I seen Hoodfoot. He was like, that's my guy. Hey. And I'm like, hey, yo. Hey, little known, hey, little known fact is like legit. Uh, myself, Levi, Brad, uh, we all we were all in the same class, training class together and shit. So we've came yeah. up, we came up. Like I like I know they I know Brad family like well. Like I ain't kicked it with them many a times. Uh I ain't kicked it with Levi's family. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy. Like he got married. I'm mad I couldn't be at his wedding. But I looked. It was nice. I heard it was nice Amish. He got a horse drawn from the airport. Everything. <laughs> And then, like, no uh, man, not the horse, not the buggy. Yeah, you got the you got the whole horse and buggy out. You know what I'm saying? Out in Montana, it was crazy. Um, it's like I look, like legit. I came up with them. Hell, I came up with Big Al. Big Al was a class underneath me uh, when she started training. So, like, when you look at this scene, like a lot of the people that's in this scene as major players in this scene. Had came up in wrestling, uh, and like it's collectively, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I were you part of the crew that was training down at the high school during the pandemic? Uh, not the high school, wait, the which high school on the east side? Tankman told me, uh, some people was training at Warren Central some days, uh, during the pandemic. No, no, no. So during the pandemic, I, I didn't play that shit. Oh. <laughs> Look, I, I went to the, I went to work. I went to work and I came home. Look, oh, a, nigga, a nigga did his couple of hours. Look, a nigga did his hours <laughs> and went straight to the crib. Exactly. Look, it like early days of the pandemic. You couldn't catch me outside. Look, let me tell you how serious it was. Motherfuckers asking me, "Hey, you ready? Look, you want to go out, grab some drinks, whatever?" Nah, I'm good. I got be at the crib. Look. Stay my ass inside on the weekends. Stay I feel it. All right. Yeah, we're going to go here. He, he he named some names earlier. Uh, but before I ask the three, you going to have some regular matches out here, Hoodfoot, or are you just exclusive to death matches now? Uh, honestly, like I had so I think my first couple of matches back were uh, just regular matches. Um, I got them sprinkled in in between. I'm not gonna lie to you, like there's, like the schedule. The schedule was a little deathmatch heavy, uh, but I've been sprinkling in a lot more regular style matches as we go. You know what I'm saying? Try to keep, try to keep the styles varied. You know what I'm saying? I want people to kind of go, oh damn, I don't know which one I'm gonna get. Did, did I see you? Wait, did I see you on the show in California doing the deathmatch? Uh, you talking about XPW? Yeah, versus oh, Necro. Yeah, that was yeah. Okay. yeah, that was like a that was like a seven eight hour show. Oh yeah. shit, I, I, man! Yeah, I had yeah. The, and then it flipped to the death match scene. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Like I was supposed to go out there, uh, West Coast Pro, 
uh, earlier this summer. Uh, it just things just didn't line up. It just didn't line up uh, travel wise. Uh, a lot of flights got canceled. Like uh, flights out to the flight out to the connecting flight got canceled, and they weren't gonna have another one. And shit, it, was, it is what it is. I just know this year travel wise has been crazy. Oh, yeah. Coming back, coming back from Dallas was a nightmare. Shit. I know. I heard everyone had so many issues with their flights coming back. Mm-hmm. Oh, my boy Jeffrey, my boy Jeffrey John, he hit, he hit like a fucking damn near twenty four hour layover in uh, in Orlando. Ain't no way. Hey, that man was stuck out there. They had that man stranded out in Orlando. Oh man, just came on mind because you hey, fucking around, fucking around with spirit. Oh shit! Don't get started on spirit. Uh, <laughs> I got stories, bro. I don't even. Yo, I flew spirit one time and I refused. Hey, it was it was the worst. It was the worst experience of my life. I had my flight canceled because the pilot didn't show up. I was like, my man's not my man's the pilot. Show, my man's didn't show up to work. Ain't showing up to work. <laughs> my man's That's a rat. My man's hit the. My man's hit the. Uh, they be high without me. Those <laughs> 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 motherfuckers take off. They good. Hey, look, I was I was heated. That was an XPW show actually, because I was flying out to LA. That's crazy. Oh man, you one fifth of the owners of Naptown, and you said mm-hmm. uh, that show was seven hours. So I got to ask you, what do you feel is the perfect time for an independent show? Four, four hours, maybe five max. That's it. Like, is this including or not including an intermission? Uh, including an intermission. So you don't have about seven, eight matches. Like seven, eight matches, that's four to five hours. That is perfect. Especially if you got it on a Friday, you know, saying people still gotta get home. On a Saturday, you can have a good eight hour, you can have a good, you know, saying five, six hour show. You know what I'm saying? I personally don't like no six hour show. I don't like no look, seven hours, seven hours is killing me. It's pushing like, it. But like a good, a good four to five. That's fine. It's perfect. I love wrestling. I love wrestling with all my heart. But I don't want to be outside the house for eight plus hours. Especially if I got like an hour drive. Oh man, you had to drive. Don't nope. I'm not yeah. started. Let me tell you, let me tell you my schedule last weekend. <laughs> my schedule last weekend. I was in Detroit. At, right after my match in Detroit. I left, drove what, 12, 13 hours to New Jersey. Stopped off at JCW because I had some business to handle with Slade. Yeah. And then I had to go ICW. Finished my ICW match. Drove another 15 hours back to Indianapolis. Right? That's that's three days of travel. You think I'm going to sit for a seven-hour show? All 15 hours of traveling? Nah. Get this, no. take this shit home. Boy, that is. And people, imagine the wrestlers doing that. Then they spend like 15, 20 minutes in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, I, if I travel, then I'm going to see the three, four hour show. But I started to lose interest about the three hour mark for me. 
man. It depends on what's going on. Um, that, that is true. Depends on what's going on. If there isn't any going on, I'm not even going to lie. I'll lose interest at a two-hour mark. That means my ass is going to get up. I'm going to go find wherever they're selling beer at, stock yeah. up, go, go back to the matches and usually, but then also like, and my thing is, is like, I can watch a four or five, even, um, God willing, a six hour show, but depends on how the card is placed. My thing is, is like, however, if you build your card properly and you build it right, even if it's like a super long show, yeah, you're going to get gas a little bit, but you're able to still retain some yeah. type of interest. Yeah. And, and, and it's also about like, like you said, like understanding exactly what you're doing and how you're building your shit. Because sometimes, you know, motherfuckers be putting the wrong matches in the wrong spots. Uh-huh. And that's just trial and error to, for a lot of people. Because, like, I wish I could tell you, I, like, I wish I could tell you, like, sometimes it's easy for us when we sit down for nap and put together a card and be like, oh, yeah, everything going to flow perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we'd be nervous as hell because we'd be like, shit, this don't flow right. We done. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if this if this show don't flow right, we fucked. But like it'd be what it be at the end of the day. Um, but it's definitely it definitely factors in the, the enjoyment for fans. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like four to five hours, you get your pre show in by like by like maybe thirty minutes in, the actual show starts, and you should go off from there. Simple that. As long as they don't be some of them people like had them long breaks in between matches, I'll be like, nah, let's keep this action going. Don't lose me back. Don't don't lose me in here. Yeah. See, <laughs> only the only time the only time you can do that is when you're doing death matches. Because you know you're gonna get them back with the weapons and the action and all that shit. But other than that, man, look, if y'all got like a 50-50 raffle. After after match two, come on now. What y'all doing? Come on. Y'all better have a big elderly. One thing I've been trying to convince J Rose of. I like, man, we need to have we need to have like shot girls walking around with like shots with with like shots on a platter walking around like in the like it's a nightclub. He's like, I don't know about that. I'm like, dog, it'll work. Yes. Trust me. I agree with that hundred percent. Look, you had you had him walk around with like little shots, you know what I'm saying? Five dollar shot, boom. Money. So I'll put this out. I'll put this out there. I am in the Mm-mm, that don't type. Do that. Don't do that. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm saying don't. Hell don't, no. Don't stop far. I'm not. But I said I can find people to okay. do it. I said I work within. I don't definitely no, like. I work within. Like food and beverage industry, if you mm-hmm. if J Rose approves that, I'll find you some people for it. Hey, look, well, I'm I've been trying to convince him. I'm like, you do that now. See, I'm keeping it tame because if I want to, I look if I want to, I'm like, hey, bro, we need to get like little little guns, little water guns. You will have them shoot, have a little shoot shots in the mouth. I'm like, we do that. We we in the money. He's like, nah, you do it on a Saturday night. On a Saturday a night. I, I got a set of bartenders who will be all hey, they, I got you. 
Say less. Look, see, this is why this is why they won't give me this is why they won't give me full reign at that. <laughs> they never gonna give me full reign at that. They don't. They look. It's like the best we gonna do is give you a no ring show. That's it. <laughs> we, we can't let you have a full show. Look, okay. I have look. I have it looking like fucking goddamn pink pony. That was, out here. that was my. Say less. Everybody asked. It was like y'all should do one show, and like one of my requirements was like you got to have the shot girls going around with the shots. Yeah, make it even different. You got to have like. A hookah section. Hey, look, a hookah section go crazy, actually. Oh, my hey, God. Look, a hookah section at a wrestling show? That shit go crazy. Because, you look, know, you got people chilling and they watching and like, oh, shit. Like, come on, man. Look, I told her, I was like, yo, go get VI, get you a VIP section with bottle service? Come on. What wrestling show do that? Get Say that. Less. Look, get that shit. Get you a, we, we make some money. Get a real DJ in that motherfucker. And my hey, never mind. Hey, this is yeah, this gotta be yeah, this off camera. This some bullshit. Hey, let's stop giving them game for free. Hold on. I'd be fucked up if I see some shit. I'll be not wait a second. I'd be mad as hell. I'll be sitting over there. I'll be sitting over there. Look, message y'all like y'all see this shit. Hey yo, I'll be getting invested so many times with people. They like yo. Your motherfucking ass went on this tirade on your podcast. You see what's going on? I'm like, nah. They like, yeah. look, look at this shit. I'm like, hey, oh, here we okay. uh, got here with the come on now. You see it? <laughs> hey, you see it? You dirty? <laughs> oh shit! Hey, you see it? It's crazy. Oh man, <clears throat> I'm losing it. Oh, I'm losing it. Hey, we we could probably talk all day, man. Hey, look, look. this final spot, yo. No problem. Hoodfoot, we here. This is called our put yourself over moment. All right. This is where you let our people know your social media, uh, things you got coming up, ways they can support you. We just want you to put yourself over. All right, all right, all right. So check it out. What we got going on right now, you can follow me at Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Hoodfoot418. Same thing on Instagram. On Facebook, it's Maurice Atlas or Hoodfoot Mo Atlas as the like page, as well as the merch you see behind me right here. That's the new drop. That's my little light. That's the little light blue joints, the always forwards. That's on brainbustertees.com under Hoodfoot Maurice Atlas. And then any of my future shows is coming up. You can come talk to me at the table. Uh, I told, I want, I'm taking two weeks off to heal up and get myself back right. So in these next two weeks, I'm going to be off. Uh, I will be back. I'll be back here by October 9th outside and um I have I believe it's paradigm. I'm being paradigm. You're gonna see me out here actually. I got one last weekend date that's on Sunday at Flop House Wrestling. That's the anniversary show. You're not on the uh paradigm show in Columbus? Uh no I will not be on the paradigm show in Columbus. Trying to call, thought he was gonna be out there. Damn! Uh, unfortunately, one time, one time I go to a show. So unfortunately, it was just they had the the tournament lined up at the time I was injured, and when they were like, "Well, we don't think you're gonna be available by then," and then they filled the spot when I got when I got cleared. So I was like, "Yeah, it's whatever." Paradigm be tripping. Matter of fact, fuck it, we gonna. I'm gonna ask this question. Hood foot, you name the people, but three months. 
three people on the independent scene that you need to see. Not in the, in regular matches or death matches, but three people. Three people. Yeah. Shug. Oh, I need one more time. We we wrestled down in Tampa. I I need that. I need that rematch out of them. Um, let me see here. Obviously, there's there's one there's one obvious answer. Hey, you you already know what it is. You already look. You already know who it is. Who? Broner. I need look. Yeah. All day. All day. Whether it's whether it's whether it's AIW, NAP, mm. GCW, whichever mm. one they want. Look, whichever whichever one. Run that. OWA. OWA. Look. Wherever he at, I'm at, let's run it. Mm. Um and then last but not least, man, uh Trey. Trey for reasons, Trey Shaw. For okay. reasons else, for reasons else he later on. You know what I'm saying? But we oh shit, where the hell I go? Oh, oh there you go. But, but for uh, for reasons they're gonna find out later on. But yeah, Trey, we gotta see each other. Trey. <laughs> oh man. Can't talk about it, but yeah, for reasons uh it's, hey, hey he hey he my dog, he my dog, but real talk. Oh, and one more and one and one fourth one. I I got Russell Lee. I like well not Lee, I mean Eel. I saw the match with him and D Rogue, and I was like, I, I one day, one day. It's gonna be up. Eel O'Neal. What if uh Eel come with a tag team partner with Jordan Blade, Kings of Dick? Hey, hey, who you tag hey, Look, it could be it could be one of the, it could be one of the five of the founders. It could be me and Chase, me and Kemp. Well, not not one of the five, because J Rose a wrestle. But <laughs> hey, I'm gonna be doing all the work this. <laughs> hey, it's gonna be either me, Chase, Kemp. Hell, me and Tank versus them. What's up? I don't know if they want to see that though. That's a crazy ass tag team. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I don't know if they want to see that tag team though. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the one that that's the one that's gonna cause problems. Yeah. See versus ST. Then, um, never mind. ST. Oh. Hey, hold on, hold on. Hey, hey, hey. Put that down for the. Put that down for the show later. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right there with the bottle girls. Look. Boom, right there. <laughs> hey, look. I got matches. Well, fact you look. Hey, fact that fact that they cost in with the uh, with the hookahs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hey. Let's see what we can do. Hey, hookahs and the shot girls. I got you. Me, hey, look, fuck around. Fuck around with good lighting too. Look. Man, look, 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 let me stop. Somebody probably listening to this with a notepad. They're like, somebody will really listen to it and try to do something like it, but yeah, yeah. you could, hey, you could do it, but it ain't gonna be like what I do. As they starting to find out, it ain't working out that way. Mm-hmm. It's um, a hard, it's a hard life. Boy, let me talk my shit. Look, you company, I saw you take my match and try to do it, and then the vibe wasn't even right. And now you out here stuck, and people don't want to see a rematch. F y'all. 
Um, <laughs> so upset. Like, if somebody take a match that I want to see, like, Women's Wrestling Army, they took the Janai Khan Queen Abinata match, which was great. I can't say that yet. But they did it right. People want to see a rematch of that. But yeah. if you see somebody put a match out there, make sure you got the vibe right and don't have it out here all messed up and shit. Like, hey, it's, it's, one of, it's one of the biggest things that pisses me off when, when you got a good match, right? Like, and that's one thing yeah, that's like, it right. Like that's one thing I I learned from Billy. Uh Billy like, yo, we're not about to we're not about to get this match to just anybody. You you, you can't get this match to anybody. Yeah. There it is. Like the money got it, the money, the money you can make from the match. You can't just give it to anybody, especially if you build it. It's your baby. Like you can't just let it, you can't let just anybody throw up on your shit. They built that shit from Washington, yeah. D.C. to motherfucking Paradigm in Southern Indiana. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be the match in Ohio, but the match couldn't happen. Then mm-hmm. the big payoff happened in Dallas. Like, people, like, this is why I need to start talking about this stuff because I pay attention to this shit and mm-hmm. shit blowing my mind when it actually happened. It's like, yo, we, we, we bust, we bust our ass for that because after, after the Ohio, after Ohio fell through, uh, like I feel like a lot of people thought, oh shit, just ain't never gonna happen. And Man, just, because I was like yo, at the look, end of the paradigm show, did you win it? You won the championship. No, Broner beat me. Broner, okay, Broner beat you for the championship, and then Billy disrespectful ass. That was disrespectful that night. He showed up in. There oh, you like, talking about? The, you talking about when he showed up? Yeah, so, no, show he showed up when I won. So I won the show. I won the match. Billy showed up. Disrespected me and Jay Rose, then yeah. bounced. The Columbus show when he was supposed to show up, like uh, he was supposed to show up there, and it never happened. And we changed up the match. That's when Broner beat me. Okay, so but, I was at the one where Billy showed up. Out yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. But after that Columbus show, a lot of people thought like, "Oh, they, uh, I guess it's done then." I like, I don't know. And we worked our ass off to keep that motherfucker hot. So, it like that's that's one of the biggest takeaways, man. Like, like people don't give Billy enough credit for how smart he is. Yeah. Cause that that motherfucker said straight up, like, "Yo, don't get this match to anybody. You can't let just you can't let it go to just anybody. You know, it's like, yo, you they, we got money here. Make it happen. You. I'm pointing at Nicole because yeah. when we started this." Savannah was our first interview. Nicole went like she on she she did some interviews on her own, but Billy was one of them people. She was like, "I'm gonna go talk to Billy because more people need to talk about him and what he's doing out here." Mm-hmm. So I'm always mm-hmm. a big Billy Dixon um, supporter, especially yeah. his shows that he he does. I feel like it's just um, it's it's different. The vibe is different. Like it's yeah. something that's really needed within the industry, and I'm always a big advocate of um, black folks within this industry, within um, especially queer black folks within this industry, because that's one thing that I was like, if I can help push that forward, especially when they're really doing some shit that's different out here, that's not some everyday 
run-the-mill stuff that's creative. Oh, I bet I'm about to be loud about it. Yes. And you're like, yo, uh, man, Billy, I mean, I'll be real. Seeing some of the shit that Billy was doing was like, dog, what? Like, the, uh, what was that, the Cassandra Cup? First, the first year, yeah. I, I legit, I, I was, I was blown away by, by just the by the amount of fucking sheer work that this motherfucker did for it, and like the the work that he put in, and I like nigga, <laughs> you got it, bro, <laughs> you fucking got it. Presentation, story, cut scenes, like mm-hmm. I think Cole was like, yo. I know you probably would just go check this out and just tell me. And I went into it and I was like, oh, this motherfucker got story behind mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, okay, Billy, you out here, like, yo. Like he, like that's that's one of that's one of his strongest suits. And like I believe it's him, Darius Carter, and Suge. That's some of the best storytellers that we got in independent wrestling right now. Hands down. Like the list best storytellers in indie wrestling to put out. Hey, look, Bet. hey, hey it, it needs to be said. It needs it needs to be said and shown. Because now like that's a list I can get behind, it. and I would be down with putting together. Because we putting together ten. Yep. All right, cool. We gonna do it. Yeah, Hoodfoot. We gonna say we was talking to Hoodfoot, and now they came up. We gonna make it happen. The best storytellers in. Black storytellers. Hey, hell yeah. Uh, we ain't gonna even say black storytellers. We just gonna say the best storytellers in indie wrestling from our view. Mm. If you follow our page, you know what our view is. Like we watch yeah. all wrestling, but it's heavy on the blackness. That's what hey, you know what? Let's let's get that shit. I'll I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting to see it. Yeah, it's coming. Oh man, this. This has been a fun combo. Like I, it might be two parts, people. I don't know. We might be half, then <laughs> yeah. half on Monday because might you know, be a part twoer. I know yeah. how y'all be feeling when I be having them out here. I know the time frame y'all like, but man, hood foot. Hey, it's been a pleasure, man. Look, thank you so much, y'all. Thank y'all. y'all. Going like I always tell people, open door posse. Hey, yo, I got this coming up. I think people need to know about mm-hmm. it. We got you, brother. Just yeah. If uh, look, tell you what, last last little plug. I plugged it just a bit, uh, but this Sunday, uh, September eighteenth, Flophouse Wrestling is the anniversary show. Uh, come out. It's at the Indiana Brewing Company. You know, what I'm saying it, it's it's a show that I it's a show that I also pride myself on. Uh, we out here, we doing shit. You know what I'm saying? It's I, I I know everybody likes to talk about pillars and shit, but I truly believe it is a it's also another pillar of independent wrestling in Indianapolis, right? Um come out there, help support it. My boy Apollo, uh Q is going Apollo against Star. yeah, Apollo, Apollo Star. I talk about a motherfucker who who don't get enough credit for helping develop so many of us out here in Indianapolis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You talk about niggas like Cole. Fucking Tankman, Miles, myself, fucking Bradley. You know, Apollo got a hand in all of us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's going against Zodiac. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a fucking show. Come out, talk to us, hang out with us. You know what I'm saying? It's a party atmosphere. It's a brewery, so you know it's going to be beer. Uh, going, we plan to have a food truck out there. So y'all going to have food, y'all going to have beer, y'all going to have wrestling. You know what I'm saying? It's about to be some real fuckery shit happening. Yeah, gonna have the football games on the TV. 
we might, we might. They do got the TV up. But oh depending man, depend on look. Is we running at five, so oh. I might, we might the yeah. set. Look, we running at five, so set up at two. So I'm definitely yeah. gonna have a show. On. Look, I'm definitely gonna have a game on. But they setting the ring up. Uh, we gonna say five coaches already be off. Ain't no need. To look, my sports. Hey, my sports. My sports looks. I, I ain't closed my sports oh. this year. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing popping this year. You're right. I, oh, you. Yeah. Look, I ain't lost some money. Oh, I ain't lost some money already. <laughs> Shout out to Jonathan Taylor. He always <laughs> make me look good weekly. Hey, look, look. Let me look. Let me try to get this come up real quick. Just saying, bro. Look out for him because uh, no, nah, I ain't gonna put that out there. But yeah, look at his props. Uh, he always hit. He always hit a prop. He's hit it nine weeks in a row since last season. God damn. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me uh thank you. Let John. me go ahead and open this. Let me go ahead and open this sport book real quick. My son. See okay. out there. Uh, but man, let, let's get out of here before I give y'all too much. Uh as always, if you're on the video version, go to the podcast version. Because if you're watching this on the video version, you can get the mm-hmm. full Persian on the podcast immediately. You get yep. two parts on YouTube. If you're on the podcast version, go up to the YouTube because, you know, we put extra stuff in there and you got to see it, baby. Make sure yeah. you follow us on all social media. Hashtag we love wrestling. See us all over the place. Got Nicole. Boom. Down for the count. But y'all know Nicole number two. You know, hey, got hood foot. Yo, what up? The foot of the hood. Hey, street feet. We need this. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, <laughs> we didn't ask this. How do you come up with the name Hoodfoot? So, real story is, uh, my original gimmick when I was coming when I, I was green, I wanted to be, I wanted to be like a deck collector. You know, saying like Big Worm and shit on uh, fucking Friday. And so I wanted to come up with like a gimmick, uh, like so it was like, it was originally gonna be just a deck collector, Big Mo Atlas, right? And I was like, nah, it's, it's gotta be some, you know. So one trip down, uh, on a loop down to like uh, I believe it was like Alabama, Florida, and back up to like uh, Tennessee, um, we were just brainstorming and we hit Hoodfoot, and like at first it was kind of like a quick, a quick little chuckle. And we started kind of saying it a little bit more. And I just threw it on one show. And, like, it hit. And I was like, okay. And I like how it worked. And from that point on, I was like, I'm using this. And, like, legit, I kid you not, it, it's just morphed into, like, it morphed from just Hoodfoot Mo, uh, Mo Atlas to, like, people, like, just build me as the Hoodfoot now. Or just mm-hmm. Hoodfoot. So, like, it, it kind of took on a life of its own. And Really, that's what you kind of that's what you kind of hope for in wrestling, you know. Yeah. But definitely, the original the original purpose was I was going to be a debt collector. Mm. I was going to collect I was going to collect debts mm. from niggas like Big Worm. I I wanted to get an ice cream truck and everything and roll up on niggas. No man. <laughs> like I legit, I legit want to do it, but uh, like now nah, it's just. Now I'm just now I'm just hoodfoot. That's what it is. That's that's it. We got the story. I, I would have been I would have been all so upset if I didn't ask that. 
But hey, look, I'm I'm glad people start asking because like at first I didn't want I didn't want to just go well you know the hood foot memes, but like now I'm like you know what I go out there and say it I'm proud of it. I thought you was having a different type of feet in the hood. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, who? Nah. Which I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know the implications of that until, until like, uh, probably like a year ago. Someone brought it up to me. He was like, you know what that means, right? I was like, not at all. Well, hmm? yeah, apparently, like they said, like, it's like, uh, from like, from, uh, fucking clucks walking around, they get hood foot. I was like, oh, shit. But only people that's ever told me that is uh, Cluck. <laughs> not Cluck. Not Cluck, but it's he, 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 he white. <laughs> Did you hear that in, on the white west side of Indianapolis? White tea. Huh? Did you hear that on the west side of Indianapolis? I heard that over in Mars Hill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> All right, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, I don't even want to talk about it. Nicole? <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you so much for Nicole, coming on the show. We appreciate it. <laughs> you do the outro, Nicole. Okay. So, <laughs> thank you all for joining us on this very epic version of We Love Wrestling. So, I like to say if I love wrestling, and you love wrestling, and it's two street. And we're signing out. Hey, oh, for the culture, that. obviously. Hey, All right. every day you let her get it, but you know I'm trading. Like I always say, don't go to Mars Hill. But if I love wrestling <laughs> and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. It's two street <laughs> for the culture. Wrestling and you love wrestling, then we. <laughs> Not here, you missing out. Is this show? Hey, yo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>